Are you ready for some fun? Oh, yeah! This service is brought to you by the Pleasure Club. If you're under 18 and do not wish to be billed, please hang up now. Who said buying a home should be uptight and boring? It's time for Patty's Playhouse, your local real estate talk show with Patty and Scott. It's house talk with a happy ending each and every time. Patty's Playhouse with Patty and Scott starts now. Working out to find what a way to make a living. Patty, getting by, it's all taking and no giving. Just use your mind and they never give you credit. It's enough to drive you crazy and you let it. Ready for some fun? Oh, yeah! This service is brought to you by the Pleasure Club. If you're under 18 and do not wish to be billed, please hang up now. Who said buying a home should be uptight and boring? It's time for Patty's Playhouse, your local real estate talk show with Patty and Scott. It's house talk with a happy ending each and every time. Patty's Playhouse with Patty and Scott starts now. Working night to five. The well, clap I, continues. I dropped my mic. And yet, they won't let me play the song. The mic won't point in the right direction, this big black thing. Once again. I know. I, I'm going to, I don't know what we're going to do. We're going to stop now. But I'm Patty. That's Scott. The music's still playing. The real here. estate talk show. It's almost the end of May. I mean. Seems so exasperated. I am. I've been breathing. Today. A lot. <laughs> I am exasperated. We'll talk about it a little bit. Okay. We don't want to get too, am, too advanced no. in the show. Those papers Why are starting to Patty turn. Makes me very so nervous. So stressed, so much. Don't call and yell at me. That's all I ask. Not the day, at least. Not any day. You don't accomplish anything when all you're doing is screaming. Mm. Well, I'm playing a good song for you. What is it, my friend Laney? John maybe, Laney? Maybe will you're be the like, problem. You just tell them, Patty. When they calm down, you'll be happy to speak with them. Oh, yeah. That, okay. that works every time. Now you're, now you're asking a lot. <laughs> That's certainly the thing that calms them down. Right. This <laughs> is what I say softly. When you've calmed down, <laughs> like, that probably that, get me shot. Then I will talk to you. Then I'll talk to you. It'd be okay. Right? So happy Saturday. Happy Saturday. Yeah. We so, sell houses. We do. Occasionally, there's lots 
and lots. Lots going on in real estate. I have a big old binder full of stuff the, to talk about. We're in the talking RE. About now, uh, certain uh, portals or websites that realtors use and consumers use to search for homes will now give you wildfire updates. Hmm. Is a home have potential to be near wildfire? Wildfire. Now, if it's only in poor neighborhoods that that's the case, how long will that last? Wow. Yeah, that won't last long. I don't know. It won't last long. So that'll be a problem. We're going to talk about a little bit about the Biden administration's five-year plan to close a housing supply gap. Mm. Trust me, it's not going to be as effective as it sounds. And it's a lot longer than five years. And, yeah, because people's credits are still people's credit. Correct. I mean, it doesn't matter what color we are. If your credit's below a certain score... You ain't getting a house. It's going to be a challenge. Right. We're going to talk about... Altera 3100, which is located around Capital Circle. Is that a new strand? It is not. It's Capital <laughs> Circle and Appalachian Parkway. It's Remember that dilapidated, rundown Motel yes. 6 or whatever that was? Yes. Days In. Yes. I think it was Days In. It's now Apartments. So it's I have right that. by our office? Yeah. Uh-huh. You haven't noticed by right that no, the I've noticed, the I've, DK? I've noticed that they're working on it. I didn't realize they were making that Apartments. Yeah. Interesting. It was supposed to be for uh, low income, smaller right. units, which I love. I love that they're doing. This. Is it going to be still? Yes. Okay. We'll talk about that. Right. We're going to talk again housing supply because it's really the biggest issue. And then this pair, how did they steal, quote, 67 homes from the elderly in South Florida? So, Cooper City, Florida. Ah, this two. I used to live in Cooper did City. Did you? I did, in fact. Yeah. And then this dumb ordinance that the county just adopted, it's my own personal opinion, I can't speak for mm. anybody else, about requiring electric vehicle infrastructure in new neighborhoods, but only in certain parts of town. And even Commissioner Proctor was like, this is wrong. You're- That's a lot. That's like talking about the wildfires, because people will start to correlate. Well, if he wi- did. If wildfires are only in the bad neighborhoods, then people will start to talk about the bad neighborhoods by saying wildfire. Mm-hmm. And so, it's just like the EV charging so thingy, really, Bobber. No You're only going to no put them in the nice neighborhoods. Right. You're so, not going to require them in the right. in the lower income so neighborhoods. People could speak to it in that way, like, well, it's got it's got charging stations. So even the county is not considering fair housing when making these ordinances. It should be everywhere or nowhere. Very true. Very true. And that that really ticked me off. A, stop adding to the expenses for the builders. If people drive an EV car, why should we be supplying them? Can you put a gas station in Southwood? Right. No. And but really, if it's gonna be everywhere, then do it. Do everywhere or nowhere. It is not right. It's just not right. The idea of putting it in neighborhoods seems in a new in new subdivisions, like, are, are are we talking about putting it in the home, or a charging station area, or it's, both? Because it if does, I don't really see it in the home. I, I can understand it, but that should be an option. And if it's not, then I don't understand it. They want one, which we'll talk about twenty every one for every twenty five parking spaces. EV readiness would consist of the capacity for future charging station and installed for ten percent of the. Who makes this stuff? But up? if I buy a if I buy a car that needs a charging station, oh, there's and all I, sorts of and stuff. And I buy a we'll home, 
then I should be willing to put whatever I need to with the home. More than three individual units containing separate garages, EV readiness would consist of 240 outlet within the garage available for future use. And here's my question. We have condos that are up for sale or going up for sale. Yes. In those condos, if you uncondoed them, which was, we talked about uncond, removing the condo, dissolving it. Correct. And they were like, you have to put in a road, you have to right. put in all, now you're going to have to add charging stations right. if it's over a certain number of you. It's just crippling, crippling this economy. Stop it. Well, it's hard enough to pay for wood. I'm just so, how, how are we doing that too? And we're talking about affordable housing. It's just. It's counterintuitive. It's, it's crippling. Yeah. Because they want some award. Go to a shopping center, stop off on the interstate, or put one in your house. That's How much just, did it cost you to put one in your house? When we did it, I think it was like maybe $1,500 at the time. And not every charging station fits They're every n- kind, cor- of, kind correct, of car. Correct. Correct. So what do you do there? That's that's my whole point behind all of this. It's, to me, if you're worried about people visiting you, well, don't visit me if you have an electric car and you need a charge. Because mine's going to be charging. So I just don't understand, like, what the point is behind it all. If you're, if you're buying that type of car, then you have to assume the risks that come with such. If I buy one that needs gas, I got to know where a gas station is. All I know is, please go out and vote. Please go out and vote about the issues that matter to you. Do not stay home because you're ticked. Please go out and vote. And I do agree with Commissioner Proctor, write it down, that says if it's do it everywhere or do it nowhere. And you should be grandfathered in. If you're not going to, if you are going to rehab your property, you should not be forced to do this. Oh, for sure. For sure. What happened to property rights? I mean, there's just none. I just don't understand. And, oh, it gets better with Biden's I mean, Build Back there, Better there, plan. There's so many things that are changing, no different than any other time of our lives. Why not require solar panels? Right. That I mean, when you look at the change, because you can't. The, it just doesn't make sense to me that because it's not cost effective. This all of this is crippling right. housing. Nothing, it, it, meanwhile, nothing gets accomplished because we're adding, we're piling on instead of removing. Right. Deleting. Correct. You you can't refinance your house because or you can't get insurance because your roof, and now you're going to require this of people. Right. You can't get rid of one problem before you like Scott's just said pile on. It's just crippling. And the moment a car catches on fire, we're going to really have a problem. Right. Just saying. It's going to happen. A friend of mine lost his home <laughs> because of a lithium battery on it a happened. scooter. It happened. And, then, and you're just going to have then, too much right. around the car. There's not going to be enough air correct, circulation. Correct, correct. Yeah, you were lucky because yours all, was in a carport. Right. All garages aren't equal. I mean, it's just Mm-mm. there's there's so much to be said with all of this. It just you cannot you cannot require so much because the moment that you require too much, you get nothing. And then they're like, well, there's no place for people to live. Correct. There's no builders to build them. But you can charge a car. And you have an electrician. But you won't have anything else. And now it's going to be required. So now you can't get the equipment for all of it. Because once you order it for everywhere, you can't get it. Well, plus it will need a chip of some sort. Right. <laughs> That's true. It's true. I mean, you can't let's, get just, a chip. Let, 
let's just keep peeling back this onion because it's going to get deep. <laughs> I was like, really upset. <laughs> it is. It's really upsetting to me. Well, welcome to How is, the first part of I've our show. I've never grunted, Whoa. but this show made me grunt Whoa. right now. <laughs> and everyone's Whoa, watching. They're Tiger. not even watching me grunt because no. they're watching Johnny Depp and, and Catherine Meg Banawa. Not in the same trial. No. <laughs> Although that would be interesting, dude. I had screens up today. I was I, like, I was in a, I was trying I to walked, concentrate. I walked in. And I thought you were taking a class. <laughs> I was and taking that, a class. It was, you I were when I talked to you earlier, but you weren't when I. No, walked, my law class in, was, I was over. Like, I was like, oh, my appraisal law class was over. I'm Patty Wilson. That's Scott Coward. Our number is eight five zero six five six triple zero nine. Stick with us. Oh, yeah. All the things I heard from your ex now they make a whole lot of sense. Already feel bad for your next I have to put up with you Oh yeah Worked on myself Open my eyes We get in almost every night That is a great song by Top Loader. <laughs> Patty Wilson, Scott Coward. Our number is 850-656-0009. And that I got from Hurdle. Yeah, that's a Your different little game. version. It is. Okay. It is a different version, but I still got it right. Hurdle is like Wordle, but for music. So Love it plays Hurdle. like a couple seconds. Did they play more? Did they play the front end of this? Like yeah, it was the, the, the it was the the like xylophone kind yes. of sound. Yeah. I was going to say, what is the... Uh, Xylophone. Is I that just what said that it. is. Yeah, that's what that's called. I just said. I, I just didn't know that that's what it's called. <laughs> yeah, it's a xylophone. Okay. Well, there you have it. Mm-hmm. I played clarinet back in the day, so mm. it's a xylophone. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so that's where I got that version. I would not have guessed that. Well, I knew it was Dancing in the Moonlight, and there was only a couple options. Mm. So that's how you got Top Loader. This hurdle. I like it. Hurdle's cute. It's H E A R D L E. There's Wordle. Which is like uh, the geography, the map, where you can pick out, and you get like five tries to pick out which country it is. Or or um, it's not always country like Guam. It's, it's not always a country. Do you want an example of Hurdle? Do you want today's clue? Sure. Go okay. ahead. Here we go. Go ahead. That's easy. But then I have to think of the name of the song. And, the, and who wrote and who's playing it. Oh, you have to do both? Yeah. Well, usually well, you they pick the song. Like, do I they knew give you that options? was Dancing in the Moonlight. So that like, options. do they give you like five no. to choose from? You got to guess. You have to type it in. But right. then you miss clue one, then you get that song goes longer. But I have or to, you can skip and but just I have get to more time. type in the name of the song. Yeah. Right. So if you typed in the name of the song, the artist will pop up. Yeah. But if I typed in the name, let's, let's call it a long name of a song and I missed a word. It won't it, come up. It won't pop up. So you have to do the exact. Correct. Okay, well, that's a challenge for me. No, no, no. It's like if name you just that tune. It close, it's it'll, like. it'll pop it up. Mm. So like with that one, if you type in <laughs> S-M-O-K, it's going to pop in the E. Okay. Oh. It's fun. It's a fun game. And you're like, How I do you really spell do. Amber Heard's last name? H-E-A-R-D. Mm. Like heard, like, like I heard you. Like you Amber heard? Hurdle. Yeah. Ah. Except it's, yeah, it's the same thing. But she is not musically inclined, out. She's not? No. Mm. So recently, Realtor.com says it's the first major realtor site to add property-specific wildfire risk information. And while very virtuous to do so, 
Uh, Where does that information come yeah. from? Yeah. Um, it comes from the First Street Forest Foundation, Street which is a nonprofit research and technology group, as well as USDA Forest Service Department of Agriculture. So they were the first site to display flood risk, which is, you know, fine. But wildfire risk, I think, is a little bit more specific and can be a poor tax on can, people. Can you buy wildfire insurance? You, I do not know. Because mainly we, we, we had wildfires when I first moved to Florida. Like around Daytona, there was those massive fires, mm-hmm. but I haven't. I don't know. Cause I'm, I have to ask my forester clients. I'm like, I can understand the information if they were trying to, if they were trying to alert you to a a problem, and more importantly, that it is going to cost you money to resolve said problem. It will. But if you're just telling people there's a problem and you can't do anything about said problem, I mean, you're at a wildfire I, risk. You live in a neighborhood like Los Robles. You cannot cut down trees because you want to. But you can be have a negative impact of that information. Because remember where they wanted, like, they had dead trees in that neighborhood? It was very historic right. area, pr- right. protected, and right. they were dead. And they were like, can you just prop the trees up? <laughs> I just, no, I, I, they're dead. I could. Someone's going to get killed, and they didn't so want to listen to that. So now, yeah, I just see a a garden of problems and you just trying to sell your house. Like I have one, two, three, four, four live oaks right around my house. I mean, I've got seven hanging over mine. Yeah, you too. <laughs> so I'm in trouble. <laughs> you talk about a go wildfire. Out water them. Go, go out and go, water them every go, day. Go see my lot. <laughs> no, that's a wildfire problem. <laughs> but yeah, but the bank could say or insurance company I mean, could say certainly. because you have this, just like they do with flood, we're not going to. But then the city would say, no, you cannot cut them. Right. That's a problem. It's there's people make these decisions to give this information without thinking what's going to happen five years from now and what's this going to look like. They really don't. They're well, just like, oh, we're the first. I mean, there's a lot of information out there in the world. Don't get me wrong. Well, it's affecting your homeowners insurance. But with all of this information, you have to kind of know what you're trying to do with it. So this is coming from some not-for-profit bunch of people that decided to gather information. Great, not a problem, but. I'm not so sure that it makes any sense well, to provide it in, in this way unless you know what to do When we do were with talking it. amongst ourselves before the show, we were mentioning school zones, right? right? And Great Schools also connects with Realtor.com and HomeSnap and Zillow. And yes. it does. However, it does not take into account the incidents that report. Take a child's or take, you know, which is a, a more posh public school everybody's trying to get their kids into but you call the county and ask for that spreadsheet you may not be so excited to send your child to child's you may you may not but without that extra bit of information i think it's really hard to to decide that grade schools is the be all and end all of the answers that's the problem with a lot of these it's just so algorithm focused and not well because if you think that anything, it's not going to affect Paris Hilton. Right, but anything risk-oriented is an algorithm right. of some sort. That, I mean, floods are a little bit different just in terms of, but but even that said, you have uh, once every hundred years. I think every all information is good, but it's good with knowledge of kind of what it means to you. Just saying it's wildfire-friendly you know, or that there could be one. 
when? When's it? I mean, I I, I, it seems like. Is it because I have too much brush <laughs> under it, the. Right. Is it because my neighbor's not taking care of their trees? Like, what's the Florida reason? Florida is really good about, having about clear, clearing the old brush, except, you know, after Michael, there's there were wildfires over in Panama City. Right. Will that stop somebody from being able to get homeowner's insurance because of that? Well, that's. We don't know. It, my goodness, you get a leaf on your roof and you can't get homeowner's insurance. I know. Imagine, your roof is ma- eight years imagine old. Imagine when they know that there's wildfires going on. I know. So it's just a lot it's of information. It it's is interesting, it and is. information is good for the good. No that doubt, it, the good it, it can do. But please don't just say I'm not buying that house because the risk is whatever number. Right. We don't know enough to be able to assess it. So. I mean, don't go to California if you're concerned right? about wildfires. I mean, people, are, and then you have the wildfire, and then you have the mudslide. Right. So when's the mudslide risk report? <laughs> I mean, we could all just it's, never leave our on, house. It's on its Remember own. the John Travolta boy in a <laughs> yes, plastic bubble? Yeah. <laughs> boy in a bubble, I think it was. Was called. it just the boy in the bubble? I think it was called the boy in the bubble. That was a good movie, though. It was. Remember? That ele- wasn't Jenny. That an Elephant Man. Uh, yeah, that was <laughs> I don't know why I thought of that, <laughs> but I did. Uh, that was so random. So, interesting turn is uh, that little days in. That little motel, On not Capitol too large, Circle and next Appalachian to the Parkway. Duncan that was just a bastion for drugs and homeless yes, people, for right? sure. Is now Although, cleaned up. Although, I will tell you, they will hook you up with some good tomatoes. That, <laughs> yeah, the that, little, little, pro- gro- that little produce stand, Peaches, too. Yeah, spot on. Nice. I like dark red tomatoes, not these pink things that you get. So, um, Altera, it's called Altera 3100, and it's 1R. A-L-T-E-R-A, 3100.com. They're one ones, one bedroom, one bath, completely renovated. They're leasing now. Guess how much? One one. 1,200. No. 253 square feet. It is a, it is a oh, motel room. 800. 770. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is there, with, so do you have to provide some type of income deficiency? I haven't, I haven't gotten that far. Um, is it for... Month it says they have corporate housing. It says furnished and corporate housing apartments available, which I think is brilliant because we have none here. Agreed. This is, thank God we have nothing. Brand new kitchen cabinets, countertops, large, so it's a normal size refrigerator, range and oven, upgraded fixtures and finishes. The, so the we don't bathrooms know, we don't know are, that this is Section 8. No, okay. none at all. We, we just, or a housing voucher right. type, no. Okay. But the, the bathrooms are, it's a fiberglass insert. Yeah. So I mean, vinyl plank, free Wi-Fi and internet. Nice. Private patios for select units. Mm. I, I don't leave my house. So I mean, newly renovated with full size. It's amazing. A full, full size. size tub. Yeah. So when you go on these websites, kill me. Apartment websites, kill me. It shows a picture of the lock on it. Like that's your It's a lock. Everybody you, should have one, right? I mean, uh, that, that's just a built-in I, closet. Aren't it's all, an open? Aren't closets? <laughs> Wait a it's minute. It's 253 square feet. It says open floor a plan. A non-built-in closet is called an armoire. <laughs> Just want to be clear. What it, a closet is by definition built-in. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it, and it's 253 square feet, so I'm hoping it's open. It's yeah. a studio. And I'm glad it's built-in because if it wasn't, it wouldn't even be a 1-1. One, one. It'd, Here's be, a, it'd be a zero one. You have security to have a garden. closet to be a one. Garden-style courtyard with saltwater pool. And an on-site security guard. That's the killer. But if I were alone, that and it's right near my office, 770s works for me. I mean, $800 works for most. Uh, I mean, it should. go for it. Yep. 
Stick with us. It's Patty and Scott. We are going to keep talking about housing. 850-656-0009. Welcome back. It's Patty and Scott. That's Boss Gags. He's come to town a couple times. Saw him at the Cascades. The boss. Some crazy woman rushed the stage. Some girl. Crazy, like 78 years old. What are you doing? This is hilarious. How old was she? Like 25. I mean, she. she's drunk. Yeah. Clearly. A lot of that. Yeah. I mean. But he's, I mean, obviously an excellent singer. So Clearly. We're going to talk about Biden administration's unveils a five-year plan. I'm Patty. That's Scott. Our number is 850-656-0009. Everything we have is sold right now, so mm. we can't talk about our listings. We need yeah. more listings. Who do you know? Yeah. Who do you know? Call us. 850-656. So anyway, Biden yep. administration unveils a five-year plan. Why do they... It's like, why not four and a half years? When you put a time on something like that. And you know it's not going to work. You have set yourself up for failure. Well, your administration is going to be gone. Another administration is coming in. And 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 they're going to erase it. Right. Mm -hmm. But of course, NAR. So if I put five years and I know I'm not going to be here, it sounds great. Right? The National Association of Realtors applauds the release of the plan. So the plan involves... Providing incentives and enticements for the community to reform their zoning and land use, which is what I wanted to talk about. They want you to put a quad next to a house in Golden Eagle. That's what they want. That's that is be a what challenge. they want. That's going to be a challenge for those that are. It'll be a challenge in Florida because we're yes. so HOA I mean, oriented, and there's really not a lot of. They talk about all these fill-in lots. You know, we 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 can't expand. We have what's called an urban service area where the city and the county manages. And they're, they're like the, the commissioners, county and city. We can't really expand that service area because we really can't afford it. Mm. We don't have the infrastructure out there. Okay. So we want fill-ins. But we have to have buildable lots. It's kind of like when Biden talks about oil leases. Define Just buildable. Not a lot of clay. Mm. Level. Not Ish. too expensive to build on. Because if it's not level and you have to do... A foundation that slopes, Correct. it's a lot more expensive yep. that. So it goes back to just like oil leases. They were talking about they have 9,000 leases out there. But some land with a lease, just because you're saying it, doesn't mean it's leasable. Like it's you can find oil or gas on that Not lease. True. Doesn't you know? So it's about being very specific. And in fact, we have Rob Watson um, come on talk about the Parade of Homes. And he mentioned that. about We talked about fill-in lots. How, how many lots are available? There are none. It, this this county, other than plantations and privately owned land, St. Joe as well, there's not a lot of buildable lots left. So what do you do? I just don't think in this case in Florida it's, and with our governor, this is going to be the way it's going to work. But NAR has Applaud. to be pro-government because they're being sued by the administration mm. and the DOJ. So they have to they have to play the game and kiss the boots, so to speak. Kiss the ring. Kiss the ring, people. New financing mechanisms of Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, and HUD, which is the government entities, they're the pseudo-government entities, allow uh, gaps for lower-income families. That's not the issue. 
the that's great. I'm glad everybody applauds it, but that's not the issue, especially right now. That has been the issue, but that is not the issue today. The issue today is that there is such limited supply, and those that are selling them are not taking those types of mortgages different and apart from those that are paying cash, conventional, and or otherwise. You cannot force a seller. That won't fix it. That you cannot force a seller to take a loan like type I'm that they excited. do not. Yep. <laughs> like FHA. because we, we have a couple of clients that we just keep losing out on bids for and and they're conventional. My kid was but, VA. But too. just constantly getting kicked out because of people paying cash or otherwise. So it is not that's not that's not the fixable nope. unit. Maybe five the, years the from now. The one line today. that makes sense to me is it's to preserve more housing, such as manufactured housing, ADUs, which is accessory, which is like a granny mm-hmm. cottage. No offense to grandpa, but, no, but women live longer. Right. Two to four units and smaller multifamily buildings. But I believe manufactured housing, if done right, which most modulars are, reduce the stigma, allow them to to build because they can. Because they, but you still can't get the parts right now, so it doesn't really matter. But when the parts are supply chain, when Biden's gone and the supply chain picks up, then that, because it's so restrictive. Right. I mean, it took like four weeks for baby formula from out of the country to be allowed in. When there's no reason. It's baby formula. All you do is look at the ingredients. It's similar. Let's go. But that's not how the government works. Under whoever, under whatever president. Right. But I do think that if they manufactured homes, if there were incentives to the banks to loan on them, because right now the only one I know of is Wells Fargo. And I don't even know if that's still the same. I wonder if it's also changed for what I would consider to be new manufactured homes versus those prior to right. a certain period of time. Right. I, I just don't sell enough to know. So I Yeah, before nineteen ninety one. Right, because it, it seemingly would be better because quite frankly, some of what I've read for new manufactured homes in terms of um, hurricane-related items, are are often better. Then it says, enact the Neighborhood Homes Investment Act to build 100, 125,000 homes. We're short like $4 million. Right. So that's not even, like, that, right. why are you even putting that in there? Right. Uh, more government-owned homes like a repo, a, re, a repoed home, go to owners who will live in them or nonprofits that will rehab them, not the larger investors. Which is a problem. And they could fix that easily. So, wait a minute. So, say that again about the repo homes. Government homes. Right. So foreclosed homes. Bankrupt. Like, uh, bankruptcy. Right. Go to owners who will owner occupy, not necessarily large ah, investors. Okay. Like okay. Goldman Sachs just spent $45 million for an entire neighborhood over in Pensacola. Got it. Because why? Because the stock market's trash right now. Allegedly. I'm not a stockistician or whatever there. But... I, I, but they I, already do that. Like I like the idea when of the it. foreclosed homes come out. It says you cannot make an offer if you're an investor for the first two weeks or whatever it is. They already have those rules, right? <laughs> and it says working with the private private sector to address supply chain challenges. Stop declaring war. Okay, that makes it. But NAR really does have to kiss the boot right now, because you know. I just think these plans are great, but how do we in, in implement them? You can't force a bank 
to lend on money unless you provide incentives, which the government's always willing to do. And you cannot force a seller to take a loan type they do not want to that take. That is absolutely the truth. And I think... six. My daughter, 67 homes, very, 18 offers. Very, very difficult. Very difficult. So, and... As long as you're going to have an FHA situation that is not run like a conventional with this condition of the home and the appraisal sticks with the property for six months, you're not getting it. Well, and in today's environment, there is that's the exact group that's having the largest challenge is in the FHA or those that can afford the dollar amount of it, mm-hmm. FHA, if you will. So even if you were doing conventional, it's there's so much demand for that, that those that are getting that type of loan are immediately a it costs to sell her more money. You there is a the amendment that you have to pay. You have pay, you pay a couple hundred dollars more for this FHA. So I don't know that the incentive is for them to actually select such as are you there isn't one and then you've got va where if something's wrong or if it's because the requirement is better than i know but the requirements are the requirements and they should be what they are and that's okay but when you make it as a as a an issue for a seller of course they're going to take something different they want to be able to sell their home right. for the least amount of money, and and not, and, not the the least amount of issues. And the right and the largest concern of that is if it's an FHA because it's so slim on the down payment that the the you feel more comfortable knowing that you're not going to be at the very end of the cycle mm-hmm. and somebody's going to pull it on you. And FHA is the one where it will happen. It's the worst of right. the three. So if I, I mean, honestly, there's misnomer we se- about we the sell a. homes and I, not just with buyers, but mm-hmm. sellers, I'd have to tell them that you, you have to know. I these tell things. them every time you have to know these things. And so how do we expect it to be any different? That's, that's why it bothered me of about us that whole thing. Is I am an appraiser, right? So I can look at a house and say, "You got an issue here, 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 and here." And I can look at it and say, "This is what you need to do in order mm-hmm. to produce value." Right. Welcome, Mary Ellen. Mm-hmm. That's the way it works. Just saying. So we are the team. Call us. <laughs> it's a big problem. It really is. And the VA, I think, a lot of with the VA loans is is mis- That's misinformation. They're tying that to FHA and how FHA behaves, and it's not it's not but i think that they i think that usda va va and fha often are they really synonymous in a marketing right they need better marketing Correct. to tell the story Correct. agreed because the realtors don't even know you can go on our realtor facebook uh, well, that's group 100%. have 200,000 members and they're completely yeah, wrong that's about a va loan 100% on that. Stick with us. It's Patty and Scott. Our number is 850-656-0009. Now we're going to talk about stealing homes. Ooh. How do you do it? We already heard the song. It's a nose, very nose similar song nose to the, yeah. Okay. This is Susie Quattro, Stumbling uh, In. We did hear it, but we heard, heard it because it. we were trying Show to. Show prep. Right, got it. But it's a great 70s song, and it didn't get us muted. Well, I was starting to question Tish's um, <laughs> list. <laughs>
been there. He has done that, so it's not like that. <laughs> well, so I wouldn't be completely off. No, because now what I do and what I have been doing is I take the picture of all the songs, uh-huh. send it to Patty. Mm-hmm. And so then, I can use it in the in And the then after podcast. I play a song, I remove it from the playlist. Oh, so you're organized. Procedure. Procedure. I like it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I mean, and systems now, and... Systems in place. Systems we're, of the down. <laughs> we're good to go. And now that song has been removed from the playlist. So I love how the system works like that. But meanwhile, it's Thursday, 520 <laughs> at a.m. in here. But it's good. better than but it okay. was. All at right. least we have a clock. I yeah. use my own. But. So this pair, this story is... It's so sad, but yet comical. Do we know where this pair lives? Well, I I don't know, but they went to. So the article says, pair arrested for stealing 67 Florida homes. And what they did was they would troll obituaries looking for homeowners who died, forge documents to claim ownership. So it's like that title, that title fraud that on talk radio, which you really don't listen to, they are talking about this this title insurance that you can buy to ensure your title if somebody does what these women are doing. So it's two women. They think there's more. Investigators waited for the, I'm going to call them out, Samantha Johnson and Sandra Shea to show up at the county government center in downtown Fort Lauderdale. Mm -hmm. There, the women had requested an appearance at the county property appraiser office to dispute a tax charge. (laughs) Because they, I can't even. Then the neck came down. Fraud investigators with the Broward County property appraisers pledge this is just the beginning. You literally steal a house. Then you are like, I'm paying too much in taxes. Right, I got a problem. <laughs> it's like, it is hilarious. They had, I shouldn't have stole this one. They're behind them. They got control of two homes in Cooper City by using forged and falsified documents. No one will notice. They got the houses of dead people and then gained control of the homes through probate court. Mm-hmm. Now, I saw these women. Who's trusting this? Uh, I, it makes me wonder about a lot of things. It really does. They persuaded the rightful heir to take a fraction of what the home was really worth and never paid. That'll piss people off. In the second case, they convinced a man who had just been released from prison. Oh, not a good deal. And had the same last name as the homeowner that he was an heir, which he wasn't, and he took a small cut of the sale. Well, he's the smarter one of the, of they the group. They profited $510,000 on the sale of two homes. So they're stealing it and then reselling it. The name of the criminal defense attorney or who they have attained was not immediately available. I bet he wasn't. Goodness Identified gracious. 67 homes throughout the state that these women unlawfully obtained. So I like probate homes. I like estate homes. Please use a licensed realtor or an attorney in right. this case. Please, please, please. Now, people can lie and say they're licensed and they're not. Absolutely. But I don't think even that was the case. I, I think they just said, we own the house and we're just forging our way so, through it. So they're going to, I'm a little lost. Are they going to the heirs of the property yes. and that's how they're trying to illegally obtain? Yes. And by that, I mean, isn't that kind of legal? Yes. They're saying there's unpaid property taxes and to sign it over and they will take uh, over. Okay. So they're... Then they seek out the heirs of the same. They were always elderly and live out of state. So it was absentee owners, as we would call. So it's like my dad. Like, my sister and brother are the executors. He's not there. And they're they're contacting them. They don't have a patty. They're contacting them and saying, hey, we could take care of this, signing it over. It's all fake. I'd say, hey, let me go check on the tax assessor's website and see if this is true. Yeah. So... 
Fiston's, the cases where people were nearly evicted from their own home after people convinced a probate judge that the property was theirs when it wasn't. I mean, I mean that is some serious it, fraud. And people should also know that if it was, if it was back, if you owed back taxes, they're going to take it out at closing. <laughs> so you really don't. I mean, so honestly, they were you like, really don't they need. They were trying to go to the special I, magistrate. Right, I really don't need you. Like, I got this. They're trying to go to the special magistrate to get the taxes because they're like, this is too much. Right. So they're t- I'm going to steal your property and then I'm going to try to work out a deal where I don't have to pay the taxes. That but, Susie Helmut owned. I, 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 I got nothing. I just know that there's a lot of charges. There's wire fraud. I mean, they're not getting out of jail. Well, that's... Or they shouldn't. I'm right. Sh- I mean, that kind of stuff is just ridiculous. Who, I know who everyone's entitled to a defense, but who will represent well, them? Well, that's the reason I didn't become an attorney. My mom always said that I could argue with a stop sign, and she's probably that's not right. right. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> but, I do agree. But I, but I honestly could not sit there and do that. Like, never, never, ever, ever. Like, if I don't believe you, no. Did you watch the staircase? Yes. Did you watch the new one? Yes. I don't know how that I had to that go, guy did but it. I watched it numerous times on Dateline Forty Eight Hours. Did you watch the HBO Max one? I've seen them all. Well, the new, the brand new one. Uh, yes, for, the answer uh, is yes. Uh, with Tony Collette. So good. Collette he was so and, good. Yep. And, and he was Carlson. so good. So but, the staircase. Tell him what the staircase is about. Well, the staircase is about the Michael Peterson, who is a novelist, or dare I say, he writes fiction, and. His wife, who had a high power job, and she, quote unquote, or allegedly fell down the staircase and or he pushed her. And so for many, many, many years, this has been going on in terms of he was originally convicted and then they found this is all in North Carolina, Mm -hmm. um, close to Chapel Hill. He was uh, convicted, and then eight years later, they let him out because they found out that there were a lot of people involved at the government level, those that should have been testifying, those that should not have been testifying, and the way that they went about doing things with evidence, that he got out and got a, would have gotten a second trial, but based on what they found out, they were very concerned. That, so he just pled out. Right, and so he finally ended up, I think it was an Alfred plea. Yeah. Pled out with time served. Correct. Which, but I don't know that his kids are talking to him anymore. But that I, that guy, I mean, even in the conversations with the investigators, like they're supposed to be pro defense. Freaky to begin with. I mean, the pro defense investigators, they're like, well, can't we say can't we say that it happened like this? Yeah. And the guy's like, no, because it doesn't ever happen well, like that. And they that. let things in the trial that I don't think were were. Relevant, and I'm not talking about the idea that he may or may not have been a homosexual. I'm talking about certain other elements of the the way the request of letting certain evidentially evidentiary items in. Even the judge at the end of the staircase, where it was like the twelve part series, uh-huh. um, talks to that if it were to go on trial again, he probably would not have let that stuff in, that he felt as if it would have swayed a jury. And honestly, I don't like the guy, just my personal opinion, but I don't know that I could have said I think he was guilty. I, I just don't. Oh, I could have. I'm, I ju- I'm just saying, right. for, for me, don't like the guy, but there were so many weird things that about it. I think if they presented a legitimate case... That would have been different. It, he but would now, have been found guilty. I'm talking guilty. about now. I'm yeah. talking about now. I yeah. don't Knowing what I know now, I don't know if he would have went back to trial that I could have 
found him guilty. Mm. There's just too much weirdness. And if they didn't let those certain things in, I don't know that I could have found him guilty. I just don't know how when a jury, because we were talking earlier about the Meg, Dan Markell case and Catherine Magbanawa, how people can, they say it, and then the judge says sustain, and they're like, well, now you can't take that into consideration, but the bell is wrong. Mm. You... It's really hard to... Oh, I don't remember what it was. The thing about the Purple Heart. Like, oh, because he, li- he lied, about, he lied about so many things. And, you know, you let that type of stuff in. And I would have trouble thinking that you're now telling me the truth. Because when you lie about things... I mean, he was running for office, for freak's sake. And you're lying about stuff like that. I mean, it just... And a lot of that was already public knowledge. I know, but it's just stupid that people... That... that he, meaning people, could think that no one's gonna, so these, no one's gonna vet that. Okay, these fools trying to find an attorney. I don't know. I mean, it's gonna have to be like a Morgan Morgan or some big, big attorney where people aren't really trying to make a name for themselves, just like a Turnham and Burnham kind of thing. Like you got to plead. Well, like how many lives do you want to stay in jail for? Correct. Just right. to rip all those people off and guarantee the money's gone. I mean, it's just... Well, it's like his. I mean, he, he went through everything. I mean, he's just... Hers, yeah. I mean... I don't think his kids are talking to him. I was trying to research that. Michael yeah. Peterson, I don't think his kids are talking to him. He definitely... When he took is, that Alfred play. definitely a little... Out, different. Out there, for sure. I mean, I think most people that are probably writers are in their head that way. But there's a smugness about him that I didn't appreciate. I would have probably I would have probably said guilty because of, I didn't like that. I, and the, that's my point. Like, how do you defend this? Like, how do you defend that behavior? I I don't think that I could. But I mean, this is beyond white collar crime. This is taking people's homes. But this has been going on forever. I mean, I remember this had to be this had to be going on for a few years. This isn't new. You're you're talking about the ladies. Yes. Yeah. Well, clearly, you don't do sixty. The feds don't just turn up. I mean, if she does sixty in a year, she needs to come to work for us. <laughs> <laughs> I just sound stuck with a happy ending every time. Eight five zero six five six triple zero nine. Have a great weekend. I just said, look.